Welcome to Real Estate Business Explained. On this show, we share insights to what it really looks like to build a real estate business from the inside, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Sean, and as a coach and trainer, over the past 15 years, I've seen it all, and I wanna share what I've learned with you. So whether you're just getting started or you've already got a lot going on and you're just looking for something new, I'm confident there's gonna be something here for you. Let's get into it. Hey, I'm Sean, and welcome to today's podcast. So today, we're gonna start on a new theme, and I'm gonna carry through this theme again for the next couple weeks. It's something that I'm absolutely passionate about. I've spent probably more time studying this throughout my entire life than just about anything else. And it's something that regardless of what part of the business you're in, or if you're in an entirely different business and you just lost and you ended up here, or you're not in business at all and you just are looking for ways to improve your life, it's something that I think you'll walk away with some value from. And what I wanna talk about and what I'm gonna spend all my time on for the next few episodes is the subject of personal success. What it is that makes some people get what they want in life. And I've, I've, I'm like obsessed with business books. <laughs> I've read like way, way too many business books. I've read a lot of personal development books. Some people call them self-help, but I hate that genre title because it's not really about, oh, I guess you're finding help. But at the end of the day, it's, they're generally geared towards people who are doing well and want to do better, at least the ones that I go after. And what I've found is that I can kind of fit all of the support structures, all these books, all the courses I've taken, you can fit them all into just a few buckets. And over the years, what I've done is I've kind of tried to think about the levers that you have that you can move. So if, if, if you're here and you want to go here, well, what are the things you can do to get you there? And I've come up with a formula. It's kind of weird. It's really simple, which I think means maybe it's close to right. And every time I come back to it, it makes more and more sense. And it lines up with everything that I've found has worked for me. And usually when I'm missing something, I can come back to it and say, where am I missing something here that could extrapolate to me getting where I want to be? And so I'm gonna share it with you. And it's something that I'd love your feedback on. And over the course of these next few episodes, what I'm planning to do is I'm, I'm gonna give you the overview today. We're gonna to talk about it, but then we're gonna go in on each of the points within the layout of this, and we're gonna explore. And we're gonna say, okay, like if this is one of the levers that we can push to get us from where we are to where we wanna be and, and move us towards our success, well, what things do I do to push that lever? What are some of the things that are gonna make it hard to get it you know, the, the pedal to the metal. What are some of the things that could make it more fun to, to get this thing going? And I'm, I'm just gonna dig through this with you and I hope that you enjoy this. So, the formula. I call it the triple A multiplier or the success formula. And it's really simple. Think about this. The level of achievement that you have, that's the first A, is the achievements that you're gonna get in your life, is equal to the amount of action that you take multiplied by the level of your abilities and it's affected exponentially by your environment. So A equals A times A to the power of B. That's it. So it's your achievements are equal to the action that you take multiplied by the level of ability that you put to the action you're taking 
And all of it is affected exponentially by the environment that you're in. So let's look at this. What do I mean by achievement? Well, honestly, I put this one down and I was like, I can't not explain it because I kind of feel like I have to since <laughs> I'm doing an explanation of the whole thing. But yeah, it's, it's what you think it is. It's what you get. It's the results in your business. It's whether you have washboard abs, it's how well you sleep at night. It's whatever the thing that you're trying to get, that's what the achievement is. It's the, the, the uh, success of your business and your ability to take a vacation and get out of town with your kids without your phone destroying your life while you're, you're away. Um, so the one big thing here that I'll, and if you've listened to my podcast for a while, or if you've read anything I write, or if you have coached with me, you'll know that I could care less about one of these incredible businesses that makes so much money and destroys the lives of the people in it. So it's got to be both in my books. It's not just let's create a fantastic and profitable business. It's let's figure out how to do that while living a great life and being healthy and feeling good and having great relationships. Okay, the action you take. The action you take is you moving that number one dial in your business. So in real estate, usually this is going to be appointments if you're in the beginning of your career. It's going to be figuring out how to find people and convince them to meet with you when they need to move. So this is something in the beginning of your career, as you grow, it might be people, as in hires, it might be finding new technology, it might be expanding into other, other areas of the business or opening other business, it can be anything. But the action that you take is the thing that propels that forward. So generating appointments, there's usually going to be something that you do every day. And I'm sorry, but the rest of the equation equals zero if you put a zero in the action bar. And this is honestly the sad thing where so many realtors actually just meet their demise. We all know that statistic that 80% of realtors don't get past their second year of holding a license. They just fail to renew. And most of the time, it's because they're just not doing stuff. Honestly, you could do stuff terribly and you're still going to get something. But if you don't tell anyone you're an agent, like no one is going to ever consider working with you. So you have to have conversations. It's a belly to belly sport. You got to be in it and you got to be with people. So the action that you take is the foundation of it all. And honestly, where this really tends to, to miss is in people who don't have any form of personal standards. So if your standard is that you might work sometimes, chances are, even if you work really hard occasionally, you're never gonna get the wheel turning with enough momentum that it's something that actually gets teeth. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to these in a minute and just give you some general tips, but know that the most important thing is to take action because without that you've got nothing for the rest of it to multiply against. Number two is your abilities and this is the secret sauce. The the people who do nothing, I mean they get nothing obviously. There's going to be probably always about 50% of people who get a license that just never even really try and while it's kind of sad you also don't really feel too sad for them because you're like dude come on, come on. You got into a business where you can make incredible sums of money, hundreds and hundreds of thousands. You can make doctor and lawyer money in this business with like no 
significant education or accreditations. Like you can just pop in and if you're a hard worker, you could do so much. But for people who just don't even try, usually we don't feel too bad. We're like, well, you know what? You're just another one that wasn't meant to be here. The abilities though is another one that people really miss and they miss this a lot because it's something that we often feel like we don't need or we think we can outsmart or we can't justify the investment because it does take an investment. It's an investment of time. It's an investment of money, right? So we'll see people who get into the business and this, honestly, I'll, I'm transparent. It was me when I first started. I thought I knew better. I thought I was going to find a new way to do it. I was this really creative guy. I came from an artistic childhood. You know, I was doing all kinds of stuff where I was being creative. And I was like, I'm going to hack this thing. I'm going to find a new and better way to do real estate. There's going to be like, just wait. And so I experimented for years and I was just all over the place. I was doing what I call blunt force trauma real estate, just running around banging on everything I could trying to figure out if like fruit were going to fall out of the tree kind of thing. And some of it worked. The things that work, I often didn't do long enough to get momentum with. And the truth was that it was really exhausting. When I made a switch to saying, hey, guess what? Maybe some people in the millions of realtors who have come before me might have figured a few things out. And I started going to training. I started going to classes. I started to invest in myself. And that's when my business started to blow up. Coincidentally, I also, at that same moment, decided to put a really high standard on the amount of conversations I was having with people. So action and abilities started to move forward simultaneously. You know, who knew? So the, the cool thing is if you do start to put energy into growing your abilities, raising your skill level, the way that you function, if you do start to do this, the cool thing is the amount of time that you invest in doing that is minuscule compared with the time that you spend working on your business. Think about it. You'll, you'll spend two to three hours a day doing uh, door knocks or cold calls, or maybe you're connecting with your database or doing Popeyes, like something, social media, it doesn't matter. But you'll do two or three hours a day. A diligent agent will spend the first half of their day solidly doing lead generation and lead follow-up. Putting people in the database, taking people out of the database, putting them in your calendar, right? But you can get so much more from those two or three hours if you spend 20 minutes doing some scripts. I'll prove it. Think about this. And just in case you doubt what I'm about to share, remember, I put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new agents through my program and I track their numbers. So this isn't me speculating. This is fact. If you take a brand new licensed agent and you send them out to door knock and say, go canvas your neighborhood, meet all your neighbors and ask them if they'd like to go into your database and if they're planning to move in the next two years. If you do that, out of every hundred conversations, they will get between one and two leads, someone who's moving in the next two years, and they might get three or four more database additions. If you give them a dialogue where they ask great questions, they make the person comfortable, and they practice it a few times before they go to the door, that same agent, same neighborhood, same day, will get between four and eight leads out of every hundred people they speak to, so four to eight times as many, and they'll also get an additional 15 people into their database. So you're talking about getting four to eight times as much productivity from practicing what you're gonna say before you say it, which kind of makes sense when you think about it, that you would do that. But the cool thing is, is it doesn't stop there because as you continue to raise your skill level, more of those four to eight people 
are going to choose to stay in touch with you, book an appointment with you. More the ones who book an appointment are gonna sign a, a contract with you. More the ones who sign a contract are gonna find a home and close and be prepared and negotiate realistically. So what happens is it takes this linear thing that every inch you get is you pushing something up a mountain and it makes it start to curve up exponentially. It, it's so cool. So usually people, if they get this far, are doing really well. But here's where it gets exciting. Your environment is the exponential multiplier. And, and this really comes down to the people who are around you. The area, the place where you choose to do business. Because I'm sorry if you're doing business in an area where real estate doesn't trade, like you're gonna have a really hard time trading real estate. I've spoken to some really talented people who tried to work certain markets in the UK and amazing salespeople barely barely were able to support their family. So uh, the, the location, but more importantly, the people, the partnerships, your immediate environment. This stuff takes what you do and blows it up. Think about it, if, if you work alongside someone who shows up late and leaves early every day, complains and basically is a, a negative facet to your environment, you're always gonna have a hard time showing up with the mustard, like it's gonna drain you. If you sit down next to someone who's like, hell yeah, let's go, and they sit down and they just blow it out every single day and they're excited and they love it and they're getting results, you sit next to that person, you are going to behave differently. What if you sat in a room of a hundred of those people? What if you were the smallest fish in the biggest pond and you had people around you who were cheering you on? Can you see how that would completely change what you got, what you did, how you showed up, how you felt while you were doing it. It's not just that, but it's also the tools, the leverage, the support, bringing people in around you who have the same vision for the same cause, who work well with you, who support you as you grow. This is the thing that takes you and makes you able to do so much more than you could ever do on your own. So it's not just the desk you sit at or the brokerage where you are. These things are huge but it's also as you scale out all the people around you. And then frankly, it's also to give yourself a gut check and look in your personal life. Are the people who you surround yourself in your personal life bringing you up? Are they supporting you? Are they people who are also going in the direction that you're going or are they staying where they are and pulling you back? And sorry, but sometimes you need to make hard choices. So. What do you do with all this? Well, I'll share a couple things that I've seen can make a really big difference for people in each of them. And then over the next few weeks, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just come back and we're gonna unpack this stuff one at a time. But for today, I promised an overview. I promised to explain how I see it all. And really guys, it's, it's these three levers. It's the amount of work you do, the amount of energy that you put into your business multiplied by how powerful that energy is right? And then it's what lifts the whole thing up, right? Right? Like rising tides lift all boats. So what is it in your environment that's making everything more effective? And back to the top with achievement, one of the biggest things I see people doing is either not knowing where they're going or setting ambiguous goals. I always share this example of an airliner. Imagine that you had to fly from JFK to Frankfurt, like you're crossing the Atlantic, 
right? Imagine you had to cross an ocean in an airliner and you generally knew that you were gonna leave and fly across the ocean, but you're like, I don't know exactly where I'm going. I just know that I wanna go far and it sounds cool to go across the ocean. So you didn't really have a flight plan. You gassed the plane up, but you didn't really steer because you didn't have a destination. You just kind of like got in and throttled up. How many times out of a thousand do you think that plane would land on the runway it was supposed to? It sounds ridiculous. But the weird thing is people live their lives like this. People don't have goals. They don't know. Or, you know, they might be vague in what they want. Now, say you take that same plane. Give it the right amount of gas. You give it a flight plan. They know exactly where they're taking off, exactly where they're landing. They know the taxiways to get to the starting and ending points. You put a pilot, you give them the plan, you give them a first officer who's going to work the radio, and off they go. And they've got people in touch with them the whole way across checking in and supporting them. Air traffic control. Well, guess what? That has a very, very, very high percentage of the time that it hits. The aircraft, com the commercial aviation is like one of the safest ways to travel despite the fact that you're strapping yourself into an explosive tube shooting through space. It's amazing. So why do we live our lives without knowing exactly where we wanna go and thinking constantly and measuring how we're getting there and if we're on track? So, first of all, know where you wanna go. And then the second thing that I see people doing is setting ambiguous goals. So they, they use weird random numbers that don't really matter or have anything um, in terms of uh, a relationship to what they're going to do for the individual. So I'll see things like, oh, I want to hire 10 buyer's agents on my team, or we're going to do 100 deals, or I want to do 1,000 deals, or I want to net a million dollars. And all of those sound like really cool goals. But do they actually mean anything to you? What about a million dollars net is important to your family and you living the life that you want to lead? A lot of the time, people would probably be better off to net 500,000 but invest really wisely and be smart with their money, right? You're making a million but you don't have time to do anything else and the money's sitting in a bank account and you're not paying attention to it, you're not gonna retire with as much. And I'm not saying that it's bad to want big goals, but what if you could set a goal that you could backtrack to getting you where you actually want to be? So don't set ambiguous goals. Think about your retirement maybe. Say, by the time I retire, I wanna have $200,000 coming in on a monthly basis from passive investment. What do I need to do or invest to have $200,000 coming in passively? Well, I'm gonna need to have you know, X amount of investments that hold a 5% cap rate. And to buy that number of investments and pay them down before retirement, what does my path look like to get there? Now that's the kind of plan and achievement that's got, it's got some legs. It makes sense. The second thing was action. And I think two things can happen here. One, I already talked about, people just don't do anything. And again, it saddens me to see people in pain but if you thought you'd get into a business and make hundreds of thousands of dollars without putting in any effort, well, you're not the one that I feel the worst for. Oftentimes, people might start and they go the other way. They work really hard, but it's not something they can keep up with. They'll work really, really, really hard for a week or a month, 
But then what happens is their hard work starts to catch up with them. So they're doing the action, they're doing the activities, things are starting to go, but then what happens is they, they, they start having a bunch of clients. They start having meetings all the time. They're not used to managing all these people and they can't control it. And the action that they're taking goes for a dive. You could see someone doing this with exercise. They haven't exercised in a decade. They decide to get in shape. And the first thing that they do is run a 10K and they injure themselves and they can't exercise for another month. Same thing. So with action, you've got to kind of level yourself into it. Start with something that's doable, something that you know you can keep up with consistently. Do it for a couple weeks, for a month. Get comfortable, manage your schedule, then add and add and add. Do it bit by bit as opposed to jamming the throttle forward. And that way you'll be able to adjust your life to make everything continue to work. You're way better off to have consistent growth than to ride the roller coaster. Trust me, I've done it. Lots of people do it. It's not comfortable. With your abilities, there's, there's two little things that you should look at. First of all, is the thing that you're doing necessary? So trying to remove as many little steps from the way that you operate in your business as possible is a game changer. This could be some little thing with technology that you implement. It could be a better process. It could be that you do a whole bunch of one thing and then a whole bunch of, other, uh, of the follow-up afterwards. And by doing it in batches, you're more effective. There are all kinds of little ways that you can improve your efficiency. And that, again, it's just crazy how much more you get done when you're able to raise it. But then it's also just plain and simple skill. So, I mean, in real estate, in sales in general, scripts and dialogues are by far the most powerful way to raise your skill level. It's something that on it does take some time, but it doesn't take anywhere near as much as everything else that you're doing. And it's something that might get you those extra four or eight leads. It might get you know, eight out of 10 of the appointments that you go on to agree to work with you instead of two or three, which is very real conversion for a new agent to get two out of 10 listing appointments or buyers that they interview with. So finding better ways to communicate with people is imperative. And I just want to dispel, people hear scripting and they think, oh, that's going to turn me into a robot. I'm, I like who I am. I don't want to change who I am. It's not that. It's not that at all. It's finding better ways to make people comfortable with you. It's finding better ways to understand their questions and concerns and elaborate so that they understand and they make the better choices. And finally, it's having a structure for difficult conversations that keeps you cool and collected. So when people ask you the hard questions, you don't clam up. And then when it comes to your environment, Unfortunately, sometimes people need to do uh, a come to Jesus conversation with themselves. Look around you. This one can be hard to change, but if you're in an environment that's holding you back, the change is worth it. It's worth it to go through slowing down, peeling it all apart and fixing it if it's not giving you the, the momentum, the energy, the passion, the support, the leverage that you deserve. Sometimes it could mean changing an office, or it could mean joining a team. Sometimes it could mean that you just need to hire someone. Sometimes it means that you need to, to leave your housing situation or move to a new city. It could be small, it could be big, but ignoring it is likely not gonna make it better. And ultimately, you don't need to change everything at once. This is one of these things I always say when I'm talking about these larger initiatives, these bigger projects, is don't listen to something like this and say, 
oh God, I need to, to fix eight things. I'm not moving any of the levers. Just choose one. Just choose one little thing. What's going to make the biggest difference now? What's the smallest thing you could do that would have the biggest impact? Or is there one thing that if you were to do it would make everything flow faster, have less friction, or would guarantee the outcome that you want? Just go do one thing, but keep the pillars in your mind. And as you go through life, keep looking for ways to just push them all a little bit further forward. And you'll be amazed how fast you start to go. As always, I'm so grateful that you took the time to spend with me. Um, next week, we're going to dig deep on the first of these. and I'm really excited to do it. I'm grateful that you spent this time with me today. And I'll, I'm going to drop the next one soon. Thanks, and we'll talk to you.